0: Rack your look for fall at your Nordstrom Rack store and get brands you love up to 60% off. We've got them. Vince, Frame, Marc Jacobs, All Saints, Theory, and more. Save on everything you need and want for the new season today at Nordstrom Rack. The latest denim, boots, cozy sweaters, designer bags, plus updates for the whole family and home. Score great brands, great prices, now up to 60% off every day at Nordstrom Rack. What will you find? just go to cars.com. It's magical. This is a
1: level in production. <laughs>
2: Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Locker Room Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. This team stinks. What else is there to say? They're a terrible team. Uh, they just lost to the Buffalo Sabres. Sabres win for the first time in, like, I don't know, 420 games or something like that. Uh, just an embarrassment tonight. You get not only deal-lose, you get blown out, and at no point were you really in it. Yeah, they came out. They looked all right in the beginning, but... You know, after the comeback, the comeback win last game was yet another example uh, of an attempt uh, for this team to draw some momentum on something and instead just piss it all away and uh, make fools of themselves, absolutely embarrass themselves. They now have two days off in a row for the first time since I think it was February 25th and 26th. So that's nice. Uh, Not so much for the team. Fuck them. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, But nice for all of us. To have two nights in a row where we don't have to watch this team, what is left to say? I mean, after the last game, they won and we were all pissed. So I'm going to turn it over to the speaker requests. And Hunter Moyer, you are up first. Hunter, you are live. Yo, what's up, Bill? How are you tonight?
3: Terrible. Um, So the first thing is, is do I get the wireless Bluetooth uh, headphones for listening to uh, you having to go pee after the BSH radio podcast? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh my god, that was, I forgot we put that in there, yeah, I was yeah,
3: I, I was listening to the awful, like, I'm not a fan of the song at the end, but I was like, and then it went silent, <laughs> and then you came back on and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, yeah, absolutely
2: I'm always the like I'm always the one, and not like everyone else. We, we do our shit, but I'm always the one waiting for everyone else. And in this one, when we got to the when we got to our ad break, I was like, guys, I'm sorry, just give me two minutes. I got to run to the bathroom, and they just talked shit the entire time.
3: <laughs> uh, th- yeah, I don't uh, about this team though. I yeah, it's I mean we're done. Uh, I, I I have I'm out of words honestly. I, I don't know what to say. Um, also, a, whoever is making up the names right now on the, the Twitter for Broad Street Hockey for every player, A+. plus. Uh, that <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. it. I
2: haven't I been word. on Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter since the second period. I have to check it out. What? It was on the Broad Street Hockey account.
3: Yeah, you got to go. They're making up names for every player.
2: Oh, that's great. Hunter, do you think they make a move in these two off days?
3: You have to. There's no way you don't. Um, I, I don't care if it's – I mean, when you guys talked about uh, Goss' fair, um, I don't think anybody wants him, obviously. Like Charlie said, there's no way they wouldn't have placed him on uh, waivers then. So I-, I don't know what you do, honestly. I, Like I said, I'm out of words. I- I'm so glad I'm not uh, in the front office because I'd be fucking clueless.
2: Yeah it's, yeah, it's a tough situation. Thanks a lot, Hunter. Appreciate yeah. it. All right, let's go to Zach
4: Boyle. Zach,
2: you are live. Yeah, Bill, can you hear me? I can hear you. You're on.
4: Awesome. Uh, So just a quick question. I don't really care about this game. What is there to be said that hasn't been said a thousand times over? But uh, my question is, who do you want to see coming up from the, you know, the the prospects that, you know, we can at least give them a chance to, uh, you know, kind of show what what our future looks like? I know that that's not exactly what the season was supposed to be, but, you know, who would you want to see?
2: No, it's where we are now. Like, you know, they, they were supposed to be cup contenders, but now they're not even a playoff team. So I think it's absolutely imperative. They get uh, they get Lazinski in there. Uh, Wade Allison, he's been really good. Uh, Tyson Forster had a good game tonight. Why the hell not? Uh, I've been advocating for Zade Wisdom all season. I want to rotate everybody in. Like Cam York, I think that's kind of a pipe dream that they get him in there because he just signed like, you know, what, eight hours ago or whatever it was. But Uh, I I would just like to see any Max Willman shit anybody who's producing for the Phantoms gets a game and then we go from there like that's what I want to see happen
4: yeah shit throw yours and mula up there and just see what happens yeah
2: why not why not what's he gonna be worse like this game they just got blown out by the Sabres it's not like they're gonna be worse yeah no
4: I feel you but thanks all
2: right thanks a lot Zach Uh, let's get to Hung Doinkus. Hung, you were on. Hey, Bill. So, uh, we
1: talked, I heard you asked someone, um, if you think the Flyers are going to make the move, a move in the next couple of days, and this would probably be something that would happen to have to happen in the off season. But do you think there's any way the Flyers could get Jack Eichel? There's no way he wants to stay in Buffalo.
2: There isn't, uh, that seems like an off season move to me. Considering his salary, there'd have to be a lot of, uh, You know, a lot of things moved around. I would love – yeah, I mean, sure, absolutely. If you can, like, say Voracek gets taken in the expansion draft or, say, uh, you're able to trade him in the offseason before or after that, 100%, yeah, go get Jack Eichel. I don't know – I don't know what the asking price is. It might be astronomical, but, you know, bringing in a star is going to cost you a lot. I I would like to see it. I just – I don't know if it's a realistic possibility personally.
1: Yeah, I'm not so sure either, but I think it's something the Flyers need moving forward because our our veterans are aging a little bit. You know, Drew Voracek, is not, you know, in his 30s yet, but he's getting there. So I'm worried about once once they get older and they cool down a little bit, who's going to take over the reins for this team? And uh, I, the future that I thought was looking bright is not looking so bright anymore.
2: No, it's, it's a very serious concern. Like, and, you know, Eichel aside, they need somebody who is – able to bridge that gap, whether it is a true superstar like an Eichel or just like a a line-one caliber player of some kind. They just don't have enough of those guys.
1: Yeah. All right. Totally agree. Thanks for having me on, Bill.
2: Thanks a lot. All right. Let us go to Max Brickner now. Max,
5: you are live. Hey, Bill. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Um, So, I mean, there's a lot that I'm thinking of, but... I think you kind of have to make a move within the next two days, like to show your fans and like not look like a joke of an organization like they do now. But I think you make like so obviously like you need uh, number one defenseman to go with Provorov. But I think that you can already—they're not making the playoffs, so I'd sell, um, go trade Lawton, uh, Gustafson, Raffle. I know they're not gonna change the complexion of the locker room that much, but like. I think you've waited to trade uh, TK or Vorcheck in the offseason.
2: Yeah, that's they have to, like, whether it's a substantial move or not, they can't come back in the next game with the same. How do you, like, imagine being one of the guys in this locker room who is playing hard and just the management goes, yep, yep, we're good, we're not changing a thing, go out there and go back to work. Like, you just can't keep fielding this same group of players who clearly don't have it.
5: Yeah, I mean, I want to say that you can make a hockey deal, but with, like, the stagnant cap and stuff, I don't really think anything's going to work out. But I don't – you have to change something. I don't – I mean, players, obviously, but, like, I don't know that firing any of the assistant coaches – and I don't think they're going to fire AV does anything, but I don't know.
2: Yeah, the assistant coaches, like, sure, fire them, but that was the move to salvage this thing two, three, four weeks ago. Like, now, that's just, like, you're you're trying to plug, you're, like, got a, a pint glass as you're taking on water and trying to, like, t- you know, empty your boat with that. Like, that means nothing at this point. They should have done it a few weeks ago. Go ahead and do it now, but it accomplishes nothing at this point.
5: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've It's been a while since I've actually felt pretty concerned for the organization in the future, but... Right now, it's not looking good.
2: It's, I mean, you know, they could get something done. They could get a few things done between now and the deadline that'll make me feel happier about this management group. Like, the players, obviously, we're all mad at them. But I keep saying, yeah, Gustafson was in the lineup tonight, so that's three guys uh, that, that Chuck Fletcher has acquired since he's been here since December 2019. Like, three guys. That's not enough. No. Or is it December 2018? I can't fucking remember. <laughs> uh, it's all it's all running together. But thanks a lot, Max. Yep, thanks. All right, let's. Ah, uh, oh, Mr. 69, there you are. How power are you power. tonight?
4: Thanks, Bill. Um, I'm doing great. How about you? Thank God. Oh, uh, you know, uh, just swell. Yeah, <laughs> thank God that overhit. I mean, hats off to AV <laughs> pulling pulling the goalie, giving us the uh, easy win for cashing in on that over. Um, honestly, I just feel bad for Claude Giroux. You you look at that guy, he's out there busting his ass, he's trying to run over Jeff Skinner, like I've never seen that guy take a shift off in my entire life of watching him, and it's just it's just mind boggling to me that like some of the players can't in the locker room just can't like channel off that energy and just go out and replicate exactly the same exact effort that G is giving on it
2: daily yeah, we, or we every talked- night. We talked a little bit about that on, on BSH the other day. Like, I can't question Giroux's effort, but for some reason it doesn't seem to translate. Like, nobody just goes, look at him, I'm going to do that. Like, And I don't even think effort was the issue tonight. They just suck. But overall, if you're getting beaten like this, and yes, they beat the Sabres last game, but, you know, they came back from 3 nothing. When you're getting thoroughly dominated, by the sabers for long stretches of time clearly there's an effort issue
4: oh 100 i mean it's I, I don't know i think it's got to be this all falls on chuck at this point i mean you, you touched on it on this week's bsh radio he brought in nate thompson uh it was the Derek grant like w- w- we need more than just a checking like checking forwards like we have i guess we brought up bunneman uh torinsky and i nicholas albay kubel like Quite honestly, they're just three Chris Vandeveldi. Let's bring up someone that can put the puck in the net or do something like that. Bring up a Zade Woods Woodstum or a uh, – what's his name? Wade Allison.
2: Wade uh, Allison, need... Tanner Leszczynski. They have yeah. guys producing down there. Exactly. We we need someone that can score. We
4: put up one goal tonight. Why why are we On the Sabres. Just, on the Sabres. Why are we playing guys that just – their job is just not to allow the other team to score? Like, yeah, and that's – I don't like, get that uh, concept. But.
2: It, it like I've been told by like coaches at various levels. Everyone's job on every shift is don't allow a goal, and I really hate that thinking because like you can't win a game zero zero. Somebody has to fucking score at some point, and scoring wasn't an issue for this prop. For, wasn't an issue for this team earlier in the season. It is now. Like I know they eventually put up four last game, but come on, you you get shut out through two periods the other night. You get one tonight. It's just an absolute embarrassment. Uh, Jeff Wolber. Jeff,
6: you are live on the postgame show. Hey, what's up, Bill? You hear me? I can hear you. How's it going? Cool, cool. Uh, first off, thanks for doing these shows. It's really awesome. Um, oh, it's even just after excellent. a crappy game like today, <laughs> though, it's still good to just connect with some fans. So thanks for that. But uh, my thoughts on this, you know, I found myself really for the first time just screaming at Hayes and Voracek and Konechny for just not getting the job done. We really needed those guys to step up. Uh, they should have known the importance of this game. And it just seemed like they all came out flat. And I, I have to say, I like the, the players. They When they rise to the occasion, it's awesome. But I feel like this entire season, they just have not been turning in what they're getting paid for. And it's it's really frustrating. Not to mention, of course, the defense has just been garbage. But... You know that's, the defense at this point that, like obvious. it's not even yeah like you
2: it's not even worth mentioning how bad they are yeah so, like Kevin Hayes Kevin Hayes like the scoring production you look at the numbers it's fine right but tell I mean, me as he had has he had a game? that has looked like what he looked like last year, a a puck magnet, penalty kill, like not just doing well on the penalty kill, but dangerous on the penalty kill, making his line mates better, setting up his, he
6: just, none of that, despite like like, the decent enough numbers. Like he just can't, it's it's just not, um, he's not doing it right. He's either overcompensating or undercompensating. He's like, he's trying for the, The first half of the season, to my eye, he was trying to make really, you know, fancy plays like he was at the height of last season able to connect on. And he just wasn't doing it. And so he would, you know, go through and and get very close and then, you know, fuck up on the very last part of the play and turn the puck over. And then lately, I just haven't even seen him make a difference at all. And then connect me like I mean, these guys got to start connecting on actual passes that it's like. we we do so we get so close to the end and they just like turn it over it's just driving me absolutely nuts Um, it
2: is this team is just missing some sort of chemistry some sort of luck like whatever they're just missing something i mean they're missing a ton but it's just when you watch them they they just can't seem to put it all together especially like for three periods like that's asking for the goddamn Sistine chapel for this team to complete passes cleanly for three periods of a game
6: Uh, the the other thing is like, I, I know goaltending is an issue here, but we've been totally, I I think it's because of the COVID stuff, obviously it threw a huge monkey wrench in us and we just have not been able to regroup. And I have to say that's on the coaching staff and, you know, like they needed to address this a long time ago. We've been talking about it for a while now and they, they just kind of sat back and it's, You know, I'm not saying we're out of the playoffs at this point. It doesn't look like, you know, it's going to happen, but it's still mathematically possible, and we're going to be playing against the teams that are ahead of us, so we can earn up points that way if we turn it around. But, like... It, it, this has just been a total disappointment this entire month, and I'm, I'm just frustrating. And thank you for letting me vent. And I'll leave it at that.
2: Oh, you got it. That's a, that's a, that's what this is for. Like in terms of the goaltending, it really was the absolute perfect storm. Uh, after the COVID break, we knew that it was going to be a condensed schedule, uh, and it just has really bit them in the ass because we came into the year saying, "Listen." Brian Elliott is an adequate backup, not a tandem goalie, not a starter, a backup. If Carter Hart is the guy who starts 75%, 65% of the games, and we can get Elliott in there to give him a rest, it'll be fine. And we've seen what Elliott has done with rest this year. He's looked pretty good. He was good to start when he was fresh. When they've gotten him nights off, he's been able to be at least decent. But when they've had to lean on him, we know what happens. We've been watching Brian Elliott for a couple of years now. It's not going to be good with Carter Hart having, you know, the issues that he's having, whether they're technical, whether they're mental, whatever, not being able to just go to him for extended periods of time and having to go to Elliot and now freaking going to Alex Lyon, like perfect storm for goaltending. This was never going to be good because of uh, the situation they were in. All right, uh, Body Bag Hag, let's go. What's up, Body Bag?
7: Hey, Barrel, can you hear me? Hey, you were on. Awesome! Um, Oh, there you are. Oh, Yeah, sorry, I guess. But um, yeah. So I know you've talked about being a Clearview guy in high school. You know, I played for Lenape, so we played you guys a couple times. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You know, we we learn at such a young age the the importance of back checking, and I'm just curious why we hate doing it so much and why we avoid. After that second goal, and we just don't pick up the trailer, nobody gets back in our zone. I just don't get it.
2: That's, like, especially, like, Braun gets back, and they stop the breakaway, which was of the utmost importance. Yeah, he, he did what he then, to do. Yeah, and then, like, however much time passes, and it's somehow still a three-on-two. Like, I think Voracek was the next guy in the screen, and I didn't see him moving his legs. Like, it was kind of a glide. Like, I, it's just... And it's a nightly issue. Like, it's not – if this was the first time I'd seen it, I'd be like, all right, shit happens. But there are so many times there are these odd man rushes that they're not just rushes. They're a, a guy stops because we caught up on the breakaway, and he turns around and finds the trailer, and there's no one to defend the trailer. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
7: Like whether it's off of a turnover or even sometimes we got three guys waiting at the blue line and they still just get around us and get an odd man rush into the zone. It's it's incredible how little – like I know it's a defensive – like we have a big defense problem, but it's, it's incredible how little our offense will give back and try to help the defense out when we know we have a defense problem. But just w- one more thing, you know, I, I know that – We've been talking about, we've been hearing, you know, Ekholm and Ryan Ellis, but I feel like that's a pipe dream. Now. Like, do we even try to improve? Are we buyers or sellers? Like, what, what, what do you think now? I have no clue. <sighs>
2: I only, at this point, like, buying for a rental, buying for a short-term fix is a mistake. Like, obviously, this isn't a team that's going to contend for a cup anytime uh like, this season whatsoever. But this team is a team with long-term issues. If they can get a Ryan Ellis to be, you know, on their first pair for years to come, that's something I'm very interested in just because they need him now and they need him in the future. Uh, it's... Uh, They have to be smart with their assets. Obviously, you're not going all in in this situation, and in the offseason, I think it'll just be a little cleaner uh, to make some big moves, but they need to switch up something now just to... I mean, you have young guys in this locker room who don't know anything else. This can't be the norm for them. Like, I don't want to normalize this type of fucking culture, this type of play. That, oh, yeah, it's okay that, uh you know, we're the absolute worst. We just lost a fucking Buffalo who hadn't won since last year, basically. Like, they can't normalize this and let uh, more complacency set in than already has.
7: Yeah, I mean, I'm a little nervous bringing Cam York and, you know, he's great and I feel like he's going to be good in time, but like, do you really want to bring him in so we can get killed with him like every night? Like, what's that going to do to him? Like, I don't know, but thanks for having me on, Bill. Rep the South Jersey hockey. Appreciate (laughs) it.
2: Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, let's go to Anonymous Dude. Dude, you are live. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You're on.
6: All right. So two things. First of all, glad we're paying Travis connecting six million to lose board battles <laughs> to Riley Sheehan, who was on. Remember the when that looked like a line. great
2: contract? Remember when that looked like a great contract?
6: Oh, yeah. It looked like a steal a little bit ago, but now he's invisible.
2: Yeah. yeah. He's and the other thing,
6: the other thing, I mean, how often do we see people just skate into the zone? <laughs> Sorry. Skate into the zone. They hold up, look for a pass, nothing there, so they just throw it at the net. No screen, no anything, just, you know, throw it at the net, see what happens, and nothing ever happens. I mean, how often does it happen in a game?
2: Regularly. And that's what's crazy to me is no one is open for a pass, nor is anyone creating traffic. Where are they? They're just standing still hoping someone else makes a play like the puck watching and the stationary hockey. Like, I know I sound like a broken record because we do this like, you know, they haven't had two nights off in a row. We do this literally every other night. <laughs> like It is a consistent issue for this team.
6: Looking like the Dave Haxtell flyers out there. Are just, oh, pass it back to the point. That's Man, like another game.
2: Dave Haxtell I take as like – I look at him as a personal enemy of mine. And then now and now I'm like, you know what? Maybe he wasn't even that bad. Like, if Considering that roster, like seeing that this roster is 10, 20 times better than the one he had, what the fuck was he supposed to do? Like he didn't help, but what was he supposed to do? I, just, I
6: can't even – I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I, don't,
2: I can't even get into that right now because it's a rabbit hole I don't want to go down. Thanks for having me on, Bill. You got it. Thanks a lot. All right. Do we have any other speakers? Let's see here. Uh, I'm not going to go too long tonight if we don't have uh, a ton. So if anyone has a request to speak, I'm going to read some comments. Ah, Tanner Robertson. Tanner, you are live.
5: Hey, Bill. So let me ask you this question. If the Flyers play the Phantoms tomorrow, (laughs) who are you betting on?
2: (laughs) Uh... What well, what's the line here? Like, if I can get the Phantoms at like plus two, I'd probably take them at this point.
3: I think that's fair. I, I genuinely don't think the Flyers can beat them right now. I- it's. I, I mean,
2: <laughs> the Phantoms. It looks like that's the. I was talking online with somebody tonight, and uh, we were talking how it just looks like the Hacksaw era all all over again. And that person replied, "Except the promise of a bunch of stud prospects coming up." And I thought. You know, maybe that's good. Maybe without the hype and the uh, like, the build of five years of you know when we get Sanheim, when we get Proverov, like when we get all these, you know, maybe Zade Wisdom and uh, Tyson Forster and Cam York and Wade Allison will just come up and be pretty good. Like yeah. that, that, maybe that can be the case. But yeah, Phantoms look pretty decent. I know they, I think they were on NHL Network tonight.
3: Yeah, it's just the, it's the hope that kills you. I mean, this feels like I mean, this isn't the worst that the team has been, but this feels like a low point in my years of Flyers fandom.
2: It, uh, is that like, a is that a Ted Lasso reference?
3: It is. Yeah.
4: OK,
2: excellent. Excellent. How good was that show?
4: It was great. I watched it in like a day
7: and a half. It was, it was That's, great.
2: <laughs> I watched it. I watched it with my wife. We watched the first episode. She fell asleep. I then watched the whole thing. And when she woke up to go to work, I said, yeah, I'm going to watch this again. Cause you have to see it. And she loved it too.
8: <laughs> yeah, it
2: was great. All
3: right. Yeah. Thanks
2: Bill. All right. Take it easy. Uh, Brandon, St. Randy, Brandon, you are live on the post game show. What's up, Bill? How's it going?
8: Every game, right? Like I know I'm the guy always <laughs> in the comments asking for more physicality, but you watch these guys out West play and it's like the four check. It's like a hit, a hit, a hit. And you haven't been playing well for so long consistently. Why don't they just go to the simple things? Like, get the puck in deep and start hitting guys. And then when you're in the defensive zone, like, i never seen a, 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 Travis Sanheim and Phil Myers. Like, six-foot, just soft-serve ice cream all the time. That's all it's, it is. Why, did you why? ever see... Go oh, I'm sorry.
2: No, I was going to say, did you ever see Mystery Alaska? Yeah yeah the big guy tree who they yeah. have to like convince he's a big guy like no yeah, you you're them. bigger than everyone out here fucking hit somebody like but, that's how I feel about Myers and Sanheim
8: like for being that big and for like it's like simple right like if you play hockey like you get pissed off or something that's you know, the score gets start getting run up or like you've lost a couple games like where is that? Nobody hit, and I I hate to sound like that kind of Flyers fan, but like nobody hits, man. Like it's the basic thing. Like wear the other team down. You're not playing well. Play physical. It doesn't. You don't need skill to play physical.
2: No, and that's like there's a difference between going, we need a fourth line of nothing but enforcers, and saying like this is still a contact sport. We need to hit somebody. This is like they play the dump and chase and don't hit anybody. Like the pucks and they're not and the, fast that, enough that's to the get whole, there. Yeah, they're not fast enough to get get to the puck first. Like that's the if you've played hockey at any level, what do they tell you? First man in takes the body. Second man, go get that puck. Like it's just it's foreign to them to want to lay someone on their ass.
8: It, it almost seems like the coach is telling them, like, make the smart play. Like try to try to make like the skill play instead of the like the physical play. Like I don't want guys just running guys all over the ice, but. It's so simple, like you're saying. Like, you're not fast enough. You're not the fastest team. You're not getting there first. Okay, then then it's an attrition game. Then lay the body. And the last thing is, like, Jake Voracek, sixth highest paid winger in the NHL. I don't need you making that chopstick play up the middle every time <laughs> we get a goal scored against us. Like, tip, 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 tip with the stick. Like, yeah, Jake, we know you can skate, and we know you have somewhat of hands. But And then you just ride the boards and get ridden off the puck or skate into three defenders. Like, when is it going to be like, hey, Jake? We would love you to make a move around a guy or just try something. Try to try to use that speed and get around somebody instead of skating into three defenders all the time.
2: And I thought like Jake was going to be a guy who aged well. Cause if you look like he's big, I thought he'd learn to use his size, especially having been here with Yager. Yeah, exactly. Like obviously like Yager, like he's on a Mount Rushmore. No one's going to be fucking Yager, but having played with Yager and then like breaking out the next season, I thought he would kind of take some of those lessons and he has not yet and it doesn't look like he's going to do it in a Flyers jersey. Maybe maybe in Seattle he'll do it, but he hasn't seemed to get that part of it yet.
8: Did you see that Seattle wants like a first rounder and a and a first round like prospect pick or whatever that like I seen that report today on something one of the Instagrams I follow or something like that, but they weren't going to just take guys or not take them that they selected them. It was going to be like a first-round type player or a first-round pick.
2: Oh, yeah. They're going to – I mean they're going to extract value. They saw, uh, First of all, they saw how bad the GM screwed up the last expansion, and they know how much everyone values their own assets. So they're going to hold everybody ransom. I expect Seattle to come out even better. Like, I expect the GMs to have learned a little bit of a lesson, but LOL, like, that's going to happen. Like, I, I really think Seattle's going to come away as good as as uh, as good as, uh, I guess. Vegas did. Yeah.
8: yeah. I don't know, man. All right, thanks Just a lot, Brandon. Yeah. No, it's
2: very frustrating. All right, let's go here. Where'd my speaker requests go? Where'd everyone go? Here we are. Uh, Johnny Dyer. Dyer. Johnny, you are live.
3: Just go
9: to frito
3: No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void Hip. prohibitive. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito
10: Right on. What's up, Bill?
2: How's it going, Johnny?
10: It's been better. It's been better.
2: <laughs> it has been better, in <laughs> fact.
10: Yeah. I was fortunate enough to have to attend a child's birthday party rather than subject myself to watching this game. Oh, well, I that's nice. it. And people were sending me updates, and I was like, "Well, that's good. That frees up my afternoon." <laughs> yeah. I just want to know if you thought like uh, anybody would would get fired. Like, I don't, I don't wish. I mean, in this economy, you know, you don't want somebody to lose their job. But just so I feel better, maybe just like boot somebody to the curb, sacrifice them to the hockey I'm, gods.
2: As we were talking, I think it was on BSH. Like, um, like the goalies are terrible. You know. Why not fire the goalie coach? Yeah, get rid of him. <laughs> like, like, and at this point, like we said, like the assistants, like Tarion and Yo, like that. Those were moves for weeks ago. Now it's like trade somebody and make it substantial. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, yeah, listen, I, I, no one wants to see anyone lose their job, but listen, this is I hockey. It's the right ol- now, Yeah, no, it's
10: <laughs> this is hockey.
2: It's the old boys club. You know what? They're gonna have in two weeks another, another fucking just- job.
10: probably a better one. (laughs) With a better team.
2: Yeah, with a bit like, someone will be like, yeah, let's bring him in as, you know, a consultant for our cup run. Like, sure, why not? Like, yeah, get rid of – Deuce, that's – in these two days off, they have to make some sort of change. Because they can't come back on what's going to be Saturday with the same lineup. They can't. Like, how can they justify it?
10: What – are you going to be surprised? When they haven't made any changes and they come back, surprise? No, exactly. No, no. exactly. I, the only thing more frustrating than this is like, put, like I'll I'll go on B- BSH.com, dot com whatever and read stuff and like fans are like people are getting on each other and like I believe this team this team is doing <laughs> it's tearing. They've turned us against each down. other more they than have, we've ever been. I, it's it's the worst I've ever seen. I mean, even like when they when they were bad before, at least like. You kind of knew they were going to be bad. This was like,
2: yeah. Gonna regardless, be, uh, regardless of what you thought of the Hextall plan, you knew what it was. Like right. he hasn't added a substantial free agent in five years. Clearly, he's not trying to upgrade the NHL roster. Uh, we know what this plan is now. Like they go out and spend money like on Kevin Hayes, and granted, they've done nothing to improve the team since that offseason when they got Braun, Niskin, and Hayes, but. There's, you know, they won a, a playoff round for the first time in eight years last year. That was supposed to be the turning point. Uh, they've, they've done a U-turn. The turn was a U-turn, and now they are going
10: backwards. <laughs> Great. Great.
2: <laughs> yes. I know, it's really... I wish I wish the fun, the cool shit I said was positive. I wish I, <laughs> I wish I could come up with something nice to say, but there's there's literally nothing at this point. They
10: won't let you. They won't let no, you do
2: it. It's it's their fault. One hundred percent. Thanks right. a lot, Johnny. Uh, let's go to Warren Brody. Oh, didn't click it. There you go, Hi, Warren. Bill. You are live.
9: Hello, Bill. Uh, you know we got a badly constructed roster with a GM who doesn't get phone calls. Uh, it's not a good recipe for success and the coach sounds lost
2: have you ever like like it's like a couple hours into your day and you're like it's weird i haven't heard from anybody yet and you look <laughs> at your phone you look at your phone and you like accidentally put it on airplane mode do you think that that's the problem <laughs> maybe chuck doesn't know how to work his phone
9: yeah they it's obvious i mean tonight it didn't look like there was much effort at all uh, once they got behind, it, the game was over tonight.
2: It was, yeah. Like it didn't even feel. And they tried on the broadcast, and the broadcast was being doing a good job of calling them out. But Scott Hartnell's new, and he knows he works for the team, so he's trying to say like, oh they're playing a little better. They're trying some." Like, no, I'm sorry. It, it, to get blown they, out by the Sabers, you can't be trying. Th- there's no of, way.
9: They they don't go to the net. They, they just have a lot of players that. You know, they don't they don't have the right players. It seems like they, uh, they have a
2: lot of guys who are just happy to be here.
9: Yeah, they're happy to be here. They're they are skating in circles. They're not going. They're not winning battles. Uh, they're not covering. They don't play defense. These forwards are brutal. Uh, they you know, there's always someone open. The defense, the Myers, you be being a minor league. He looks overmatched right now. Uh, Braun looked over to hill tonight. He just didn't – it's just – you know, there's only a few guys there holding up this team. I thought Provorov has been playing pretty well. Uh, at least Provorov – like
2: if, if Provorov isn't going to be that number one shutdown guy, at least he's fucking scoring a little. Like he – at least he's producing some offense and doing something well, on one side of the ice.
9: But I do think part of the problem on offense is Couturier's hurt. Hayes and Patrick are invisible. They're your three centers. How you? How are we going to win? And we have a goaltender that's that can't get in the crease right now because he's a little bit of a head case. How, Yeah, how there's is, that's not a recipe for success. So,
2: so what you're saying is, <laughs> so let me get what you're saying is the forwards are bad, the defensemen are bad, and the goalies are bad. Shit, there ain't nothing left. Oh, and, <laughs> the co- and the coach, yeah, doesn't, and the coach doesn't, doesn't, doesn't seem to, to be. The coach doesn't seem to know what to do either. Like, well, oh, it, man. This this is, is, that's not a recipe
9: for success, I'm going to say. But I don't understand. It seemed like right before the pandemic last year that the team was really, really playing well. And ever since then, they just – they had a hot streak before they caught, caught COVID. A bunch of the players caught COVID this should have had a little bit of a hot streak. But yeah, really, that's... the last year has been a disaster.
2: That's they've really I will say like and I'm not absolving anybody this shit is beyond excuses like they between like in the last 12 months they have run into some terrible luck like they were the hottest team in hockey and then there's a 5 month break like they're they weren't playing great to start this season but they were winning and then suddenly they have to take a two week covid hiatus and then they come back and everything's worse like they have run into some terrible luck over the last year but like but it, clearly but, that's not the only thing that's wrong
9: yeah but they don't seem to have consistent intensity focus i don't know what you call it but they just don't they just don't seem to have it they don't they don't have it
2: no they they have they had six wins this month, and all of them, you could have said like, they're wins that could have been defined as a turning point, and none of them were.
9: I mean, they keep putting Gustafson out there. That's that to have him in there tonight over Ghost, and I'm not. I don't think Ghost is a Hall of Famer, but yeah, to have him in over Ghost tonight was embarrassing.
2: Yeah, and like, there's cap reasons for the things that they're doing, you know and what? I get it, and all that shit, but like.
9: Can to sit, come to the somebody else, I mean, yeah. I mean, you need the, anyone that's half decent on defense. You need them out there.
2: And like that's like they were honestly they were afraid because you know Chuck Fletcher said nobody wants term right now. So they knew they could get ghosts through waivers because he's got do, years how on how his contract. How does
9: he know? How does he know any anyone wants term if he if no one's calling them? Yeah, that's a great. Have a good night, Bill. It'll not get better from here. Yeah,
2: it can't get worse, I guess. And that's uh, the uh, the thing I I do want to like the idea that they want to get goes through waivers because um they think he'll he'll pay us through because nobody wants the next two years uh, of the term on his contract. And Gustafson is on a one year deal. No matter what you think of Gus, someone would pick him up on waivers. Like, he'd get claimed. Good. Good. You'd, awesome. You'd have three million cap space. Like, fuck flexibility. You'd be able to go out and make a move now. Gustafson stinks. I, oh, we lost him for nothing. Good. He's going out there and giving you nothing. You're getting back exactly what he's giving you. Like, that shit. That, I understand the logic, like the reason for it, I get. Contextually, though, no, that's nonsense. All right, Hunter, you are back up. What's up, Hunter? Yo, what's up,
3: Bill? I'm back. Got two more things. Oh, excellent. Uh, uh, A little bit of sarcastic, but uh, no, No, that's fine. uh, I will, I will, the next home game, I will go to the Wells Fargo Center and prevent fans from going in. (laughs) There is no, there is, I will hold a side. There is no way people can enter to see that shit. occupy broad street riot something jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) and the other thing is too is they need to have um on indeed or some shit they need to have like an application via flyer it's a it's a normal nine to five job uh the job jesus christ job description is if you can fucking stand on the ice be an ice and swing your stick around you got the fucking job because that's about as useless as these guys are it's I, you don't even need to skate.
2: If you can stand there and watch the puck, you can exactly. be a fucking flyer. <laughs>
3: exactly. If you can't, if you, can. it is crazy that we don't get called for tripping more because the amount of times I see your guys standing around flailing their fucking sticks around like morons is unreal. I. That's it, Bill. I. I can't. I can't take it anymore.
2: I feel you. I. No. It is. It's. <laughs> that's great. No, they do like. We've been talking for months now about just this team and their stationary bullshit puck-watching hockey. Like, that's just – it appears to be their system. Uh, Adam Bortz. Adam, you are live on the postgame show.
1: <sighs> Hi, Bill. How's uh, it going, Adam? Uh, this is awful. Um, this Flyers team is like Susan Sarandon in <laughs> Bull Durham. Like, you Danger need to pick work. me up. You need, like, a confidence boost. Just one night with the Flyers, you got it. Like, <laughs> it is unbelievable how this team makes bad teams and bad players look so good. Like, Zabinajad a couple weeks ago, hadn't scored a goal in, like, a million games, right? Three games with the Flyers, 13 points. People are talking <laughs> – his name He's in, in the, the, the art same Ross. sentence, The same sentence as Wayne Gretzky. Literally. Right? Like I was just waiting for Jeff Skinner to get a hat check these past two games. Oh Seriously. yeah.
2: Without a doubt. Like, no, who oh, was it? It was God. it was it was Bad Moon Rising tonight. It was Fogarty. Uh, <laughs> Nets yeah. is Net's the first of his career. And it was like, I wish I like I, I need to start honestly going through the list of players uh pre-game of who doesn't have a goal, who hasn't yep. scored in forever, and just betting those guys to score because they fucking yep. will. Every game, it's someone who hasn't scored in 37 games, somebody who's their first or second career goal.
1: <laughs> just right. bet I mean, on like, those
2: guys every night and you'll make money.
1: Exactly. Like the, the past, couple, past couple weeks, the past couple games on Broad Street Radio, Kelly's been doing that uh, segment where she talks to you know, a writer from the other team or whatever, and she's like, who's in a dry spell right now? and i'm listening to who they're talking about and those players don't they freaking light it up every game against the flyers it's unbelievable it's unbelievable
2: it's like it would be unbelievable if i wasn't watching it but i fully believe it and it's been going on for quite some time like it's amazing anyone who's anyone who's cold play right. the flyers you we are slump busters man
1: we're slump busters It's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, Unrelated question. And I guess off the ice question. What do we think about Scott Hartnell in the studio and Scott Hartnell doing the in game?
2: I think it's pretty obvious he's new, but I think he has the charisma to do it. Okay. I like him better in the studio than I did doing the game, like the play-by-play, the color tonight.
1: I think he definitely seems a little nervous, you know, in there. Um, I think that this second game was a dramatic improvement over his first game in-game. Uh, yeah. But I have to agree. I think I like him in City a little bit better.
2: Yeah, and that'll be like, like – he'll be I, – I won't be surprised when him and Taron both get snatched up by ESPN next year. Like that won't shock me a little bit.
1: yeah. Is that what's happening to the regional – like, what – do we know what happens to regional next year? I
2: think – I'm fairly certain regionals going to basically stay the same. Like, Comcast is – I mean, this is Philly. Like, NBC Sports Philly will continue to exist. Now, maybe it'll just be all automated bullshit and, uh, you know, uh, commercials for leaf blowers and, like, the slap <laughs> chop other than on game – like, game nights, but – uh, I like, I think regional coverage will continue to exist, especially, like, this is Philly and it's Comcast. But what NBC Sports has done to local televised sports coverage in this town is a fucking
1: embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. But uh, anyway, all right. Well, I uh, appreciate it. <laughs> As I, if we how, didn't
2: have anything else
1: to be yeah, upset about. I was going to say, like, how sad is it that that's what we're talking about on this postgame is the yeah. freaking regional TV coverage anyway. Yep. All right, Bill.
2: Have a great night. All right, take it easy, Adam. All right, guys. Let's uh, as soon as I remove him as speaker. Speaker requests, we don't have any more. Let's check out some comments. <laughs> Who the fuck has given up more goals than the Flyers this month? Uh, it can't be anybody. I mean, <laughs> uh, Andrew Des Desmarais. Uh, Bill, if Conor McDavid played the Sabres and Flyers eight times each instead of the Senators, how many points would he have? What's the maximum? Like, (laughs) I once played a Madden season where all my stats were so ridiculous and, like, I had, you know, ridiculous franchise Level turned all the way down. I just like to live my sports fantasies through video games because the teams I love never give me anything. Uh, and like everyone's stats eventually reset because they got too high. That's what would happen to Connor McDavid. Flyers allowed 75 goals this month. Like the Flyers are not an expansion team, they've been around. For fucking ever. <laughs> I mean, they've been around since, what, 67? Uh, like, they lived through the 80s when, like, guys were scoring 92 goals a season. Like, Solani had a 70-some, like, a 72-goal rookie year. <laughs> like, oh, fucking Christ. Uh, it, it, they're so bad. <laughs> Let's get a 76. It was a 76-goal rookie year. Yeah, like, Jesus. Uh, the intermission live with Taryn is the best she sounds. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like Taryn. Uh, I I think she's doing a hell of a job. Honestly, I didn't because she had like that Greg Murphy role, the uh, like in stadium, we just throw to you, you got to get a plug in and you got to do some bullshit. And then, um, you know, they made her a studio host. And I liked Katie, but I think Taryn is, is killing it this year she was visibly pissed tonight after the third. And I like that. Like she's from here. She's a fan. Like, and uh, as much as, you know, the regional bias and everything, I want someone who's actually angry with me. So I appreciate that. I think it's why people appreciate my show, honestly, because, because I am pissed with all of you. All right. Do we have any more speaker requests? Uh, all right. We're going to wrap it up guys. Ah, well, that was fun. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out, man. This team is uh Dog shit. Just the worst. Like are they are they gonna finish behind the Rangers? Like, say they finish sixth in this division. Holy shit. That's that's unbelievable, honestly. All right, that's it. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Oh, we have another we have somebody who wants to talk. John Leonard. I'm gonna take it. What's up, John? John, you're live.
7: Hey, Bill. I just wanted to end this month and everything with a wonderful stat for you. Um, oh, no good. Buffalo went this one, fourteen, and two for this month. All four of their points this month were against the flyers.
2: I was thinking, because I know we've gone to overtime <laughs> at least once, so it was okay. Both <laughs> That's unbelievable. They're only non-regulation losses and their only win.
7: It just sums up the twenty twenty one flyers absolutely perfectly I just you know that is
2: that is an absolutely perfect place to end. I usually like to end with something at least a little bit positive. that is an absolutely perfect place to end. They had a cup what four points this month, and they were all against the flyers. <laughs> you Holy gotta love shit. it in
7: some fucked up way <laughs> uh,
3: you, yeah
2: you, if you wouldn't laugh you'd kill yourself like it's <laughs> it's it's just funny at this point like all right, thanks thank you for that john that really and also and also you
7: get two days off so there's your other two, happy highlight oh my
2: god a, a thursday <laughs> and a friday night off i gotta tell you fam i'm really looking forward to this i hope live your lives Really enjoy these next two nights without Flyers hockey because we're going to come back on Saturday and do this shit all over again. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, just hit that subscribe button. Search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts and boom, content delivered to you daily. So much content. I can't even name it all here, mostly because I just want to wrap this shit up and keep drinking. All right. So uh, that's it. Um, The Flyers are terrible. Everything is bad. The organization is worse off than it was however long ago. Man. All right. That's it. Thank you all. Take it easy. Have a great week,
0: everybody. Just in and so good. Thousands of fall deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store starting at only $30. Score denim, boots, sweaters, handbags, plus updates for the family and home. Check out new arrivals from Rag & Bone, Joe's, Doc Martin, Cole Hahn, Travis Matthew, and more at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry, rack your look for fall with great brands and great prices today. Get first dibs on the season's best from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find?